Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, welcome again to another edition of Big Chris Live, the live stream, and then the podcast. You can find it everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our podcast network host, DeanBlundell.com. We're streaming light right now live to the DeanBlundell.com Twitter account on the Big Chris Live YouTube page, and of course, our faithful on the Big Chris Radio Facebook fan page. Thanks for tuning into the live stream tonight. Boy, have we got a doozy of a show underway. This is the most people I've ever had on, on, on the panel at once. Uh, we'll introduce them in just a second. The name of this episode is Chris versus Country Music. This is something that we teased long ago. This should have happened even sooner. This is a, a debate between Wendy Boomer and myself. And uh, Wendy, thanks for being on. What are you drinking? I'm not sure. Uh, gin Smash is what I'm on right now. Are you yeah. smashed or is it Gin Smash? No, it's Gin Smash. So okay, I just started. Good. Wendy was here on my 40th birthday podcast, which got really messy. And <laughs> boy, were we speaking of smashed uh, for that. And it, I mean, we only squeezed out like 30 minutes, but we spent two hours trying to get the live stream going. And uh, I mean, by that, I mean me, um, but also uh, way back, uh, we initially meant to have this debate over the validity or my understanding of country music uh, uh, way back in our first uh, podcast, Wendy, but we just wanted to catch up. The whole episode was us just catching up. We never got to that debate. So here we are. <laughs> and my problem is, is I've never understood it. I, when I was in high school, I, I, I guess it was just the people who, who drove the beat up Ford Tempos that i just you know I, I give the <laughs> they listen to country music and i was like i don't you know they wore rubber boots with track pants to school or yeah i didn't quite understand the culture or the audience uh you know one guy drove his tractor to school one day on a bad snowstorm uh i guess i mean you could have taken the snow day dude but he wanted to like prove some kind of point i guess I never understood the genre. I, I think there are some incredible musicians. I will concede to that in terms of like technicality and ability and vocals and guitar playing and songwriting. I understand the technical impressiveness of it, but just like Rush, I'm sorry, I don't get it. What is the fucking deal with country music? Wendy Boomer, start it off. Tell me, fill me in, educate me. <laughs> He's so passionate he slipped his camera. Yeah, sorry. Um... <laughs> Well, first of all, there's a reason I left rock radio. Um, and yeah, it wasn't turncoat. We did mornings together for three and a half years on a rock morning show. And then she's like, yeah, I just need to go find myself. I was going to say, and it wasn't you. Yeah, no, but I grew up around all that stuff too. Because country music is honest. It's real. It's pure. And it can be fun and stupid at the same time. And you can like bring all of these elements and sounds and nobody denies anybody that you can be part of the country music scene that is absolutely why i love it it's, come as you are a, really like if it i is a, it is a family like i like i don't we have some incredible people on this panel that are country musicians so i don't want to take it too far right off the bat but i think like my best example is like somebody like lady a over the last few years who come to the table with honestly full-blown jazz stand for i won't i won't say yeah. that chris i won't <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's like they play like full-blown jazz or funk and like and it's accepted or the dan and shays or uh, like it's, it's all right let me let me just cut you off there wendy all right you know when i when i hear you say you know it's one big family you know what i think of that's what i think of one big family like kissing cousins family or <laughs> uncle milt kind of family 
That's what I hear, man. That's what I hear when I hear country music, Wendy. Yeah, well, my cousin was super hot. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are from Odessa, Ontario. (laughs) Let me introduce the rest of the panel here. And Wendy's right. We do have a stacked guest list tonight. Please welcome Britt and Matt, Still Creek Crows. We have a song that we're going to perform at the end of the podcast from them, a live off the floor set. And also, uh, please welcome Chess Anthony with the big beard. Is that a COVID beard? Did you have that before or, or is that always your look? Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Chantea, you're in Nashville, right? I am. Yep. The best city in the world. You uh, also yodeled as a kid. You let that slip before we went on. I'm like, that's a bad thing to let me know beforehand. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I played a little bit with yodeling, but I also sang all genres. So um, oh, okay, diversity. You just took like a, a yodeling class, like just as a spice to like mix it up. Like, you know, no, honest, to be completely honest, um, my auntie used to run the, the Spiritwood Grand Ole Opry once a year, two nights um, back to back. And I remember being kind of like forced into it because you had to sing one like old country tune and I was forced into it, but, um, you know, it, we're just going to forget about it. What about, what about this? (laughs) The yodeling kid from Walmart. You're talented. Yeah, I'm just like, if you're going to try and use this as something that's not cool, you're going down the wrong path. That kid ended up booking bills, like huge stages all year round. This kid? Massive record deal. The kid from YouTube? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Without that back play at Walmart sometimes, No, I thought he got on like Ellen for like 15 minutes and that was like it. That was it. No? No. No, he was at Boots and Hearts. And okay. yeah, who did he Clearly. just recently sign with? Matt knew. Uh, it's, it's Big Loud and Joey Moe. Yeah, like, that's yeah. huge. Anything that uh, Joey Moe touches seems to go real uh-huh. big. Joey Moe. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm from another world. You but, should uh, know Joey Moe. He's, uh, he was uh, working with Nickelback and... Uh, uh, well, huh. okay. Well, yeah, you know, hey, right, listen, man. there's a lot of talent in country music. I don't deny that, but Wendy, you've pointed out that the family aspect, you pointed out some of the, the, uh, sort of nuances that attracted you to it. But one of the things you didn't point out was the party. Cause I'll also concede this. The party is, is, uh, well, pardon the term rocking for country music. Uh, what, Wendy? What are you laughing at? Uh, just you. <laughs> what? <laughs> that party, Wendy, I would really like you to explain to me why rock and roll music is cool. Because one time I did go to a little hopping party and they were playing some banjos. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, so, but, but, but Wendy, like, I don't think I remember you being heavily into country music until it was uh, like, until you went to your first Boots and Hearts in like 07 or 08 or, or whenever that was. Yeah, I don't even really remember. I was like always raised on old school country music. Like I think everybody here is going to probably mm-hmm. say that. And like, you know, the Johnny Cash of it all, the Stomp and Tom, because my grandfather was also a yodeler, Shantae. Oh, amazing. And, uh, and he yodelers. was- and he was like a bar guitar kind of guy. So, but then, yeah, I was, it was Dirks Bentley. That was like the pop country at the time when I got into pop country. And I was like, if this is, if this is country, I am here for it. And. <laughs> oh, it was the sex appeal. It was the sex appeal. And it was the, and it was the way that like, it didn't sound like country to me either. Like I just, I don't know. He just, he sang to me and my heart swooned. And then. And then it really did, like for me, again, it really was the musicality of it. I mean, I went yeah. to, I have bands walk in, I won't say who, but one week before I was on country music, a, an artist came through as a rock artist and didn't talk to me. 
in the hallways. Two weeks later, he came in as a country artist and he, and you know, his whole demeanor changed. Oh, was that Hootie? <laughs> no. Or no? Oh, it's the guy from Default. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just know he, there was a guy from Default who was also a turncoat. All right. <laughs> Are we outing secrets here? I don't even know what we're doing. But anyway, let's turn things over to Britt and Matt. Still Creek Crows. I listened to your to your music. I've listened to all of you guys online. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, uh, you guys have a bit more of a sort of a, what I say, roots rocky sort of vibe to it that does have a rock lean to it, I have to say. I enjoyed it. So congrats. Thanks for being on the podcast tonight. What would you say to me? What is it for country music to you that makes you lean that way musically? Well, I'm going to come out and be the first one to be a bit of a turncoat myself here. Cause Chris, I grew up playing in rock bands and punk bands. So that was my life growing up. It wasn't even until I got older. I'm, I'm, I wasn't into all the country stuff growing up. Right. It wasn't until I got into my twenties that I actually started getting exposed to it and found a bit of a love for it. So I'm, but I think that's, you know, Britt, she can speak to this, but she's had her own success with her sister in the country world. And I've been lucky to play with a bunch of country artists over the years. And it's great. There really is a, a great sense of community. And I almost think pound for pound, it is some of the best musicians out there. And Chantea, you're probably seeing it down in Nashville because that's a whole different level of, of um, musicianship down there. But um I mean, we kind of skirt the skirt the country line, I guess, because, but you know, I, I personally find more of like the Sturgill Simpsons, those Americani artists are the ones like the Corb Lund of the Sturgill, world. Who are Sturgill, I know, and Corb Lund, I love. So now you're talking well, my language. Am I? Have you guys turned me already? Like 15 minutes into this podcast? That's country, Chris. Hate to break it to you. I love Cord Lund. But here's the thing. But tell me, other than the truck got stuck, and Wendy, you'd know this better than me, like what Corb song has ever been featured on Canadian country radio, modern radio? I don't know. Like they're not playing them on JR or VR. I discovered Corb Lund on Fox Vancouver, the alternative new rock station. Yeah. They were playing, Chris what is Tanner, it? Uh, buddy. Dragons from his chest. Uh, that's, yeah. what, that's what I heard for the first song. Sorry. But there's a there's a part of the country world that's not just the you know what you're talking about yeah, the, yeah. Um, dirt big stuff mainstream and, yeah yeah which is as cool as a lot of the mainstream stuff so yeah. that might be a good place to dive in for you Chris okay man I will take that uh, you're already we're already think riffing on some some acts that I can get behind already so you got me well, hooked early here it's good it's, there's good music in rock and there's shitty music in rock and there's good music in country and there's shitty music in country. I mean, there's shitty stuff everywhere. Right. If you, if Any you genre. Stuff, so. Yeah. So. I like, I like that you're uh, wow. You guys are really appealing to me. Like, listen, I did a podcast similar to this. What the fuck is the deal with wrestling? Cause I don't understand professional wrestling at all. And there was, a, that was a full hour podcast. And at the end of it, I was still like, yeah, okay, maybe I get it. But already you guys are starting to turn me around here. Uh, Chess, what about you, man? You got the beard. You've got the trucker cap. It looks like uh, uh, you, you kind of have the look down, man. What is, is this been a lifelong thing or did you grow into this as well? Trucker cap, beard, and the look. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wear these hats because they fit nice. That's all. Nice. Um, the brand. What's the brand of hat, by the way? I don't even know. I just oh, yeah. order whatever I find online. Okay. <laughs> I've been I like to say I kind of turned chess into country music a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Chantia? So, so I, um, I grew up with a little bit of country, like Hank Williams and stuff like that. And then more so blues, um, was homeschooled dad, like played in a blues band. Um, and then I went rock yeah. for a while. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, no, I was yeah. saying you can hear that in your music, Chess. Like the blues is strong. And blues, chess. yeah, blues and rock. And then um, I did some session gigs here and there and met Shantea. Um, she was looking for a guitar player. And at the time she was um, working on her own thing, doing her own songs and, and had some covers. She did like a lot of uh, rock stuff too. Just just trying to make some cash, I think, at the time and, and work your way up as an artist. Did your dog just walk in, Wendy? Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> Cause I see that door move, but I didn't see anything come in. So I was like, uh, <laughs> the dog. yeah, Shantia, she was like showing me all these cool country artists and 
um, she definitely broke the bubble. And ever, ever since playing with her um, and her band, it was, uh, I wanted to do a little bit more. So thank you, Shantea. Yeah. Chris, I'm pretty influential. Yeah, Watch I, can out. I can tell already, Shantea. So obviously it's been, it's been since you yodeled as a kid and you've been into music as a kid, was it, was it a country household? That's what I'm asking. Like, did you grow up and like your parents were into it and you were, you, you know, like the, like the Alan Jackson drive music video that I've seen, believe it or not, where he's teaching his kid to drive the pickup truck. That wasn't, was that your upbringing or what? Sort of. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I grew up riding horseback. My grandpa, uh, really kind of. Check. Yep. That's a check mark <laughs> right there. Horseback. For um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't change my upbringing for the world. I, you know, become such a like strong independent person because of country music and riding horseback and just all of that, that influence growing up. But then again, I had my brothers hated country. And um, anytime I'd start singing country, they'd be like, oh my God, shut up. And I'd be like, why? And then I'd sing louder because I wanted to annoy them. Um, and they would crank up their metal. Like they absolutely, they were rockheads. They loved metal music. And then we kind of started meeting in the middle where my oldest brother Tyson would start showing me some of the more softer rock stuff and older rock stuff. And um, I was turning him into country and now he's like the biggest Sugarland fan, which I feel like for voice for voices, like Jennifer Nettles voice is like so twangy country. And mm -hmm. I, he's always sending me like, um, pop evil and, uh, Blackstone cherry. Um, gosh, just all those kind of active. more like softer rock bands. Yeah. Active um, rock. What's that? That's very active, active rock. We would yeah. And so yeah. I, you know, we've kind of switched each other over and, uh, I appreciate all genres but I did listen to a lot of rock growing up um just only started to really like appreciate it and love it as I got older but you know country music has been my heart and soul growing up so it's just it's natural for me question for everyone on the panel is there a style of music that you can't stand because often that's something you hear people say about country music like oh yeah I like everything but country or I like everything but hip-hop or whatever right there's always a but is there a but for any of you? Not really for me. I mean, when you get like the screamo, like heavy metal, then I like, I'll listen to a couple like and then Randy's I'm like, okay. I'm gonna... band. Gilgamesh <laughs> is jamming right now. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can, I can handle the really, I've, I've dealt with all metal. I feel I, I've really reached the end of the dark metal world. So. Wow. She's got where's, on where's it. the melody. Give me some melody. I need some melody. What? Oh yeah. Give me a good give me a good melody. If there's not a good melody, I'm out. I'm out. Mm. Metal. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. So metal, yeah, metal gets up there. Chess for you, anything? I like everything but my own stuff. <laughs> Spoken like a true artist. That is a true artist right there. I love that. <laughs> uh, uh, Britt, anything for you, or did you do you agree with the metal thing or yeah? I think um, probably not so much metal, but uh, everything else. Like, yeah, I, I have an appreciation for all, all yeah. genres. I mean, I I have to say, I, I grew up listening to country music. I don't think I was exposed to another genre until I was probably like 12 or something or 13. Wow. Um, because that's all my parents played in our house was mm -hmm. like, 90s country that's like where I grew up. <laughs> wow so like seminole wind do you remember that song no <laughs> strike chris <laughs> i have very few references i have very few country music references did i know blow, that blow, more blow, like seminole wind who sings that more like garth brooks and reba like the oh. 90s chris the 90s oh the headset the headset era okay gotcha. <laughs> McBride and Faith Hill. That's like my Martina okay. was my all or nothing. Like I loved Martina growing up. Love me cool. Martina. Yeah. yeah. Chris, one of the first albums I ever ordered off of Columbia House was Mindy McCready. And that will mean nothing to you, but to everybody else on this panel. Oh no, no there's I've seen a cardboard cutout of her. Yeah. That proves <laughs> that somewhere in me, a long time ago, the seed was planted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that is deep for sure. Yeah. And also, you Columbia are a House. total traitor, Wendy. 
Yeah, I was probably I probably ordered the toadies and <laughs> Mindy McCready and uh, you know some Sarah McLaughlin all at the same time. You know. Yeah, all but, you need to do is look at a big shiny shiny tunes compilation from the '90s, and you'll see how diverse people were back then. Like Smash Mouth and Marilyn Manson on the same record, and I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. I, I had those. I had those records, big shiny tunes. Oh, all of them. Yeah, they were well, great. Well, eh? One or two for sure. One or two for sure. Yeah, I also got big shiny nineties later, like the last one, and uh, that was big pretty good too. 90s. Still rock out to that. Hey, Wendy, do you remember the time that uh, we were working afternoon shifts on the opposite side of the hallway from each other, and mm -hmm. I was doing the afternoon show on K Rock, and uh, Wendy was doing the afternoon show on kicks country mm -hmm. and and uh somebody in the higher ups somebody upstairs mm -hmm. uh some executive or somebody decided hey we want to try a what did they call it a sound experiment or something and they decided for a week to have me do the afternoon show on the country station and for wendy to do the afternoon show on the rock station <laughs> yeah and have me do news in the states and they changed my name to mindy mason oh yeah yeah that's your alter yeah. ego mindy yes, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. McCready. Now that makes sense. Now I know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> we solved the mystery. <laughs> okay, so to get back on your train of why country is cool. Oh yeah. There's a few other reasons. You brought up the partying, which I genuinely have never been to a bigger or more badass party. And I've also never seen Wendy more hungover than after a country festival. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent valid. But. There's also like this really awesome acceptance of like, hey, you're putting out music, you're in country, this is cool, I want to support it, and you can get sponsorship deals like Shantaya did with a vodka company. Like this what? has her, like, this this is provincial, like it has her, it has the song on it. Had a good weekend is on the label, like. It's pretty cool. It's not easy to get these things elsewhere. Country music is just so cool. I, I, you know, I'm a big believer now. If provincial would love to sponsor the podcast, uh, no, hey, reach on out. But you have to be a country music lover because they well, are too. I'm getting there. I'm getting there today. Got me on a lot of a lot of things already. Um, <laughs> Great. So who's got instruments in the room? I know Wendy, you've got a bunch of guitars behind you. Chess, do you have a guitar? Do you want to play some licks for us or do something? Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Light it up, man. Um, or Dude, because you don't like your own music doesn't mean we don't like it. So <laughs> I'm putting them on the spot yeah. now. It looks like, hold on. Hang on. It's right here in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to try a song that I released a little while ago called Carolina. Wendy, you might remember that one. It's one of my favorites. I love this song. I haven't played it in a while though. <laughs> it's a good choice, isn't it? Good choice. <laughs> Just take us to the chorus, whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah. Southern queen, like moonshine, a taste of her kiss knocks me down. Don't know if my mind's lost or found. I keep running, but I keep coming back to you. I can't get love enough there to sleep out in blues. What's a poor old country boy gotta do? She's so fine. Got nothing on you Carolina Well, the land passed Then the two of us I'd rather die To give you up Give you up well, I keep on running But I keep on coming back to you I can't get love But that 
Listen, here's the other thing I was thinking about as you were jamming that song, right? Like, when you break songs down, especially when you break them down to the acoustic, they all, a good song is a good song. Uh, bones. Yeah, the bones of it, right? It, where it comes to the hook, the chorus, you know, and, and the, the guitar work. I mean, you can't hide anything on an acoustic either when it comes to guitar playing, man. And I was also thinking about a lot of other rock bands that I might, say that I like or that I have in my in my uh, playlists and and there are songs that I think actually sound like country songs I believe this is a weird one but ACDC's last record I mean actually that was came out when Wendy and I were still together so that's like five years old but whatever but ACDC they had like two or three <laughs> songs on there I remember listening to it and being like wow those are those have like country hooks to them right yeah. Um, I find that there's, oh, you still have the guitar case, of course, Wendy. Fuck, they gave us this big guitar case full of ACDC beer when that album came out. Beer's not in there anymore. <laughs> no, I, 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 thought, I thought Wendy was going to, I thought Wendy was going to break out a guitar and just. <laughs> <laughs> she could, she could. Uh, she has the talent. Um, but then also the one song that I will reference and I got it up. I had to look it up right here in front of me, though. The Glorious Sons. Not their, yeah. not their brand new one, but A War on Everything came out in 2019. There are one or two songs. The one song I can say for sure is the song One More Summer, I believe. Yeah. Track eight. It's straight. It's a straight up country hook, right? Agreed? I thought yeah. about that one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I thought that one I heard it for sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it really depends the the music that you put, the instruments that you put on a song. Like you can make something sound like an EDM track that was written as a country song, or you can make, you put some steel guitar on it and make it sound more country than you originally wrote it. You know, like mm -hmm. anything can kind of, I feel like if you have the bones of a song, you can make it a, a rock song, a heavy metal song if you want to. Um, yeah. It just yeah. depends what the, what you kind of sprinkle it with, you know? There's so many remixes on YouTube too. Like, I mean, obviously the Yodel, what's his name, Mason? Mason Ramsey, yeah. Mason yeah. Ramsey, yeah. He's, I mean, he's been remixed <laughs> a thousand times. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, ignorant guys. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just, I'm just. Oh yes, you are. He totally is. <laughs> but, um, but that's the other thing too. Like, but you know, Ashley McBride comes out with this incredible album. I think she's one of the best songwriters mm -hmm. in the friggin' planet, and she comes out with this album, Chris. And it was one that I meant to send you a clip of, but, um, she's got this part in it, the voodoo doll, where oh. it's just like. She gives this scream that is just like, it's, it's a rock song. Voodoo Doll is a rock song. It a hundred percent is a rock song, but you can put it on a country album because again, that's that all encompassing, all accepting yeah. family thing. Honestly, that that's what I love. I think Ashley McBride is such a rocker chick at heart. You yeah. know, I actually got to see her play a couple weekends ago and in like a very stripped down. Uh... <laughs> just a little jealous. 
very stripped down, like right around. And yeah, she was like, you know, wailing and everybody was like, yeah, you know, like she's just, she's just cool all around. But again, she chose country music, Chris. Yeah, yeah it seems so. Uh, by the way, I just got that song from the Glorious Sons up here right now. I'm going to play a quick clip of it. The song One More Summer, which I think sounds like a country song. I mean, I, I might, this might be copyright infringement, but, you know, hopefully I'll smooth it over with the guys after the fact. Here it is anyways. A little clip of One More Summer. I think it sounds like a country song. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry. It's... <laughs> There's a child on camera. I'm holding back. I'm holding back. <laughs> don't, don't, don't hold back. Don't. Hey, Chris. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't invite Corey Marks on here. <laughs> Corey Marks. You know what? Uh, I actually have an, uh, an email in my inbox, actually, uh, suggesting that he comes on the podcast. So, yeah. Uh, funny you mentioned that. Um, so, I I wonder, like, so, Shantaya, you've you've traveled a fair bit. You started at where? In Saskatchewan, right? Yes, I'm born and raised Saskatchewan girl. Uh, same as Chess, I think. Are you, yeah. were you born in Saskatchewan, Chess? <laughs> Stop paying attention. Yes, Chess. <laughs> Are you my, there? <laughs> my headphone cut out. Sorry, what's that? Oh, shoot. Um, you were born in Saskatchewan as well, right? Yeah, not in Spiritwood, though. No, no, uh, not um, yeah, no, I was, <laughs> uh, Spearwood, Saskatchewan. Yeah. And then, uh, lived in Toronto for, um, about a year and then moved back to Saskatchewan and then moved to Nashville. So yeah, I've kind of been a little bit all over the place. Okay. Yeah. So, so you went from, yeah, from Saskatchewan. Now you're in the Nashville, like really swinging for the fences when you pack up and move somewhere. And I know this, not from from a musician perspective, but from a comedian perspective. When I know a comedian who's like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, I'm packing up and moving to LA or I'm packing up to move to New York. And I'm like, holy shit, like I applaud that. Like, cause you're, you're all in at that point. Do you consider, you obviously consider yourself completely all in, right? Like you're just going for it. Totally. I mean, and I kind of feel like the pandemic sort of set me up for that too. Cause I was working like a a substitute educational assistant job where I was, you know, that was my day job and then doing the music in the evenings and weekends and my summers off to go full tilt at it. But when the pandemic hit, I just kind of had to throw myself into music 100% and just, I, I saw it as an opportunity to completely focus on music. Yeah. And at the time I was thinking about the move and yeah, when the pandemic hit, I just went full, full tilt um and applied for my visa got it and yeah packed all of my crap in the back of my suv and drove 30 hours to nashville well this pandemic has affected everybody differently you know luckily i mean like for myself not really all that much has changed at least career-wise i still get up i do the morning show every day obviously there's a lot more to talk about these days the last year's been pretty busy you know in the news maybe you heard about some of the news items um, but luckily, you know, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Right. It's just, you don't talk about those things in country music, Chris. <laughs> oh, you don't No. Oh. <laughs> really? No, let's just, let's just focus on the music. That's how Wendy rolls. <clears throat> oh, really? Oh, no politics. No you COVID. Politics. Every morning trying to come up with a fresh take on a fucking virus. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Country music. You get to focus on the music. Imagine that. The biggest hits of all time. You bet we do. <laughs> um, no, but it's affected all of us differently. Luckily, not not me as much. And, you know, Wendy, we still get up and do our shows every day. But, you know, Shantaya, you know, it pushed you into moving to uh, to Nashville. What about the rest of you guys? How has it how's it been for you? I feel so, so like cliche, like, so how's been your pandemic? How's it been? this year but like uh so how's how how has it been though hey matt where where are you guys we're out vancouver suburbs of vancouver so what's it like there well pandemic wise it's been fine i guess relatively speaking there's light at the end of the tunnel for us i mean i don't know we had Personally, we had our record done forever and we literally, we were done mixing this, these songs right before the pandemic kind of hit and we were planning on a release and then it was a lot of like, okay, we're going to push it back. Let's see what's going to happen. We're going to push it back. Let's see what's happening. And eventually 
we were lucky to get some funding, which is great, in factor, but it got to the point where they're like, you can't push it back. You got to put something <laughs> out, which, which we did. And, and, but, you know, we have some money for touring and stuff, which we're likely not going to be able to take advantage of. And I've done like a lot of session work playing with other artists over the years, which is completely dried up. So that part of it's, um, been shitty for me and for a lot of other musicians and studio owners and guys yeah. working at venues and all the people behind the scenes. Yeah, too, promoters, right? roadies, everybody. Everybody. But I have two young kids, so the flip side is I've it's not been bad hanging out with my family a lot and yeah. And being Yeah. And and Britt, what about you? How's how's it been? You you like uh... I mean, I'm like you. Not a lot has changed for me because I'm already like I'm a homebody and um, I, I like hanging out with my family, which is my cats. And so it's been great in that sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've kind of liked that I don't need an excuse to say no to going places. Or yeah. like, you know, like, like the best excuse in the world. So it's actually really worked in my favor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been obviously horrible, like, 2020 was awful for a lot of people but I mean uh, for me specifically like I liked staying in that was really great for me I loved yeah. it I could just I could do years more of this nice <laughs> don't say that that's coming yeah, from an real nice real yeah, nice that's coming from not only a musician but an incredible actress as well <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chess uh, and what about your your pandemic how was it uh, how are you how are you coping uh, you know what's what's good what's bad um i mean the only thing that really affected me was uh not having too many like clients in here or anything um i agree with brit though <laughs> sometimes people invite me over and it's like i don't really want to go over there anyway so i'm like oh covid i can't go yeah, yeah, it became a convenient <laughs> excuse. It also became a convenient excuse to drink for months on end, which I yeah. did. <laughs> and and guess what? Then my wife got pregnant. Surprise, pandemic baby. That was my that was my pandemic. Yeah, we uh, we have a baby. She's upstairs now. Yeah, he's not allowed to have her on the podcast anymore because the last time he did, he almost folded her in half. Yeah, I recommend you you search this video afterwards. What? It's my favorite thing. I watch it every morning. Too. It's on my, it's, it's on my Instagram. Morning. Yeah. He was like, look at the baby. Oh, oh no, oh, no. Coffee and then a baby falling. Yeah, it was, like, it was, was not my, my good old morning pickup routine. It was not my finest moment. Um, and yeah, it's on my Instagram for the highlight, just the 30 second promo clip or whatever. Uh, it's, it's on there if anyone wants to take a look at it. Um, but yeah, that was not a fine moment for me. The baby's not coming back on the podcast ever again. But at the same time, she got her revenge on me. Uh, Wendy, you'll love this. Uh, I'm just getting over a bout of pink eye. Uh, <laughs> because she shat in my eye uh, that, that's what happened. it was like a skunk spray and it just like it got it got me like right well i don't want kids mostly in the cheek but but i knew some got in my eye and then the next morning i woke up and i'm like oh fuck i know exactly what i should laugh but that is i'm gonna remember that one that yeah you're like the first person i've ever heard that happening to so oh really the first no. person because i'm in the lineup at shoppers getting some eye drops for this stuff and of course wendy knows this i just talk to strangers like all the time and, uh, and, and, and so this guy in the lineup's like, oh yeah, I got pink eye from my kids six times. And I was like, holy shit, that's, that's not your kid's fault. That's you. That's a you problem right there. <laughs> I mean, like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. he says, he says, he says in episode one. Yeah. Yeah. This is just round one, Chris. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. We'll see how many. And then somebody else tweeted me and said, yeah, I got Norwalk from my kid. Norwalk, like the stomach virus. Mm, like, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah, kids. You are have these people on for your your show. I yeah. If I really honestly, I want technology like Elon Musk type technology. We're getting a little <laughs> off topic here, but I I could I want Elon Musk type technology where I can record what I'm seeing and doing at all times, so I never miss a moment. That way, if I kill at a comedy club whenever comedy shows happen again. If I'm on stage and I have a great set, but I improvised half of it, I'll still have it in some kind of USB thing in my head and I can just pull it out. 
I, I need these moments because yeah, these people do need to be featured. The people that I run into my day-to-day -day life, Wendy knows this. I'm weirdos are attracted to me like a magnet. They really are. It's, it's the oddest Chris, thing. You, Chris, so you do comedy. You're a comedian, obviously. Some would say, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, this is what this is because I love comedy. Comedy to me is is the best thing in the world. Comedians are the new rock stars, are they not in the world? Are they not yes. yeah. the new rock stars? Yeah, I agree. Wholeheartedly. They're, the they're the only ones who can say what they want. They're affecting social and cultural change way more than a lot of musicians are right now. Yeah. And they're they've become the voice of not our generation, but they're, they become the voice on a lot of the topics that are making the world what it is right now. I, I well, you know, there's, there's, there's a saying or there's an analogy where, you know, the only person in the court who can always make fun of the king is the court jester. And we're in a time where no one seems to be able to crack a joke unless they're a comedian. And you sort of get that sort of pass, like, oh, they're trying to be funny, even if you don't agree with it, or even if you didn't think it was funny, you kind of understand that there are people that do think that they're funny, and you at least give them a pass, right? I, I'd like to think anyways. Uh, I don't want to get to a world where the king wants to execute the court jester is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, you're right, 100%. And, and they are, there's yeah. multiple comedians speaking from different types of backgrounds and experiences as well. Uh, which is interesting to see how not everybody's narration lines up. We got real deep into that for a second there, but thanks. Yeah, so, so country and rock put aside, comedians are just better better at it than any of the musicians. Well, they starve for it. And I know that, listen, starving musicians are a thing, but I've never seen an art form starve like stand-up comedy. Thank God I have a radio show because, and a wife who makes like way more than me. Um, but uh, <laughs> That's but, the key. Uh, yeah we're all just trying to find <laughs> yeah um but yeah, you know thankfully uh you know thankfully i've got that but if i was on comedy i would not even be able to afford to have a roommate i'd be in the streets probably given given the amount of comedy that i do so hey, uh so chess, chess you're you're and chante are both from saskatchewan yeah chess are you still in saskatchewan then i am yeah so, like, okay, I'll throw a name out, Chris, and even Wendy, tell me if, if you've heard this name, because this is a guy who's doing things globally. Coulter, like. Coulter Wall, yeah. Coulter Wall. So, like, is he getting played anywhere on Canadian country music, or is he just making his. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't yeah. want to be played on country radio. He will oh, not. I love this guy. I love this guy already. <laughs> he will not release his music to us. And he, it's so hard to even get in touch with anybody on his team. It's like he's against all of it, right? Um, I had a conversation with a friend on Snapchat about this the other day. He literally messaged me out of nowhere, like elementary school friend, and was like, hey, question for you, because you're like in the know with the music industry. Why doesn't Colter Wall get played on the radio? And I was like, I don't think he wants to. And he's like, what? Why? And I was like, I don't know. But because like, because <laughs> Jason Momoa shares his music, so F radio. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need it, I guess. Well, like, yeah. like whatever. Like I'm not. I'm not even mad about it. But he genuinely is one of those guys who, yeah, is kind of against the hype and um, kind of like Orville Peck or whatever. Like it just kind of worked. Like the it's working for him. People love him. Would would like would the the modern country stations play Coulter Wall? I have even? found a way to get his music because I get a lot of requests for it. So I've played like one or two of his songs, but it's not. Uh, so you not get requests on the radio for this artist, and you can hardly get their music. Yep, yep. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This guy is a this guy's a renegade. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 25 or something like yep. what a what a legend already wow yeah. and he That's plays cool. super old school like sound like super oh yeah like americana country yeah, yeah. how yeah. old school like like yodeling old school or like johnny cash <laughs> oh really yeah well that's not a bad person to model i'm one of those people too i will say this i've always liked johnny cash i mean i'm uh, you know I, how can yeah. he not? I'm halfway there, right? Like I'm halfway there. Because he was the badass rock star of country back then. He was the yeah. outlaw, yeah. right? He was one of the outlaw boys. Like 
that's yeah. that's what he brought to country was that kind of badass rock and roll tone. I loved how he would play his guitar too. Like he would play it down on the on the neck of the yeah. guitar. The big long like, strap out there, yeah. Yeah, and just yeah, like put it out this way, and you know, it's just like he was such a character too, you know, like yeah. he kind of got into his character. Yeah, listen, I I know that I've been I've been throwing barbs left, right, and center. I want to flip the tables, and I'm going to give you guys something to make fun of me about for a second, okay? Wendy, you want to take the floor you're, on you're this? Kid, you already admitted that your kid shit in your eye. I don't know what else we. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to picture that you walking through a store. I'm still thinking about that. Like, yeah, I need eye draws. My kid shot my eye, pink eye. <laughs> so did you fold it first before it shot in your eye? Because yeah, it was it was a, it fold, was weeks fold ago. It. <laughs> fold it. Yeah, <laughs> like a lawn chair kind of. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, by the way, Wendy, you're gonna love this too because she knows my mom. She phoned me in a very concerned mom voice. <laughs> And was worried that because it was on the internet that somebody was going to call the Children's Aid Society. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, she would, she would, she probably called the Children's Aid Society, and they told her to cool <laughs> off after they watched the video. He doesn't know how to hold the baby. Yeah. Okay, so if you put me, it on TikTok, you would probably be praised for it. Give no. me, yeah, I know. If I only I was on TikTok, damn it, too bad. Right, <laughs> give me two seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> I have no idea what he has in store for us. So no, no, it's it's honestly I drops. Honestly, Wendy, it's <laughs> I friends, as much as I can make fun of country music, you can fake make fun of my favorite oh. genre of music beyond rock and roll. Which is I play the bagpipes. And this what? is my, this is my bagpipe practice chanter. I can I have the full set of pipes over there, but they won't fit on the screen. But I play the bagpipes. All right, bring it on. That's bring it not on. Rock and roll at all. Bring it on. I know. <laughs> the only thing it's good for is those morning shows stints. You know, the little the little shtick where you're gonna wake up somebody else up from the morning show before their alarm goes off. Chris is the guy you call. Yeah, that's right. Actually, don't or forget Remembrance Day. Don't forget the yeah. bagpipe wake up call for Father's Day on Big One Hundred One. Anyway, <laughs> Copperhead Road. Yeah, yeah, Copperhead Road, and then Long Way to the Top by ACDC. Yeah. And my biggest claim to fame is the Trues Highway of Heroes. I am the bagpiper in the Highway of Heroes song with the Trues. That's that's the biggest, best thing that I've ever done. And probably for one real? of the biggest, yeah, for real, man, the biggest and best things so, that uh, the bagpipes have ever done, really. So, Rock, I, I remember seeing the Trues in Vancouver before they released their debut big record. They were one of the best live bands. I saw them in a sweaty club in Vancouver awesome band still one of the best live shows like i got those that's one of the rock bands that i have all the time in the world for what they've done their songs their performance like that's yeah. that's the good rock right there good canadian yeah. rock they deserved it all open it oh. for big sugar at the pomodoro i think oh yeah that's and i remember those early true shows as well remember i don't know wendy if you remember they came to the ale house in kingston and the, their very first tour i don't even think they had the single out yet and uh that was like you say, it's a sweaty rock and roll show. And they still play like that with the same amount of intensity. They really do. Um, so shameless it's, it's shameless plug for my back catalog of podcasts. Go back and uh, listen four or five episodes back to John Angus from The Trues here on Big Chris Live. Anyways. <laughs> so nothing, no other jokes, no other bagpipe jokes, guys, nothing. That's kind of cool. That's the country music in us. We're just really nice to everybody. And the but Canadian. And like, who do you know that you can play the bagpipes? You Not. should uh, you should reenact the Ross Geller scene. Ross Geller playing bagpipes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something for TikTok as well, actually. <laughs> think about it. That would go over well. Signing you up for an account tonight. Yeah. Um, I do have a live performance from Still Creek Crows on you. You know, you guys are both in different, uh, different Zoom screens and in different places right now. So I know that doing a live cut for us here uh, over Zoom is, is not possible. But we have something that we can play that's a live recording. So thanks for providing that. We'll play that at the end of the podcast here. But uh, Shantea, do you want to uh, do you have any any examples of your work that you want to show off here? Yeah, you want a full song? What do you, yeah, what do you want? Yeah, what the heck? Just did a full song. You do a full song. If he did it, I can do it too. Okay. Wendy, um, you going to do a full song? Awesome. Yeah. Um, 
Well, this was my, this is my current single. I guess not really my last single because it's not done yet. We just hit 59 on Billboard, which is crazy. Um, big thank you to Wendy for all the support on this one. She's got the little bottles to prove it. Um, yeah, this oh, one's called that, Had a Good Weekend. That's yeah. how you get that vodka? You spin your record. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I could probably send you some for, you know, hanging out tonight. That'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, this one's called Had a Good Weekend. It's five and we're leaving. Bottles of wine, music's playing. Everybody swaying, everybody drinking. Yeah, you ain't gonna party alone. All the girls are saying, got the boys to thinking that they ain't gonna home Like it's a party, you know. <laughs> you had me at whiskey. You had me at whiskey. <laughs> Betcha. Yeah. That's Grey a- Goose plus whiskey equals equals tipsy. Uh, when I was talking to Shantae about that, Chris, I was like, "Yeah, I've done that," <laughs> and that I is the end result. Mid second verse, and I was I was trying to remember your husband's name that also <laughs> got arrested. Um, was it Will? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot! I should have said it. I was like, I was gonna be like, leave it up to Will to get arrested. <laughs> You know, you should if you write one that's about too much whiskey and uh, magic mushrooms, uh, you have my my theme song. All right, I'll be working on that. Okay, good. I don't know what rhymes what rhymes with mushrooms, but all right. Got to be something really good that rhymes with shit in the eye as well. Yeah. Oh, don't burn! I knew it. I didn't think I was going to get burned on that. I thought I was going to get burned on the bagpipe stuff tonight. Um, So put it all in one song. So we're going to play the Still, Still Creek Crows place like this in just a few moments um, to wrap things up. Um, but lastly, I just want to ask the panel here, um, 
your the rowdiest town that you visited or the rowdiest show in the town that you visited? Where are the party animals at in this country? Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. All right, good Nashville. Nashville right now is kind of insane. By well, the they're open. America's back. Haven't you seen the news? Yeah, I know. And everybody went to Nashville. They were like, screw Florida. Yeah. yeah. They they were over it and everybody's here now. So I'm 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 living downtown and I can like on the weekends from my parking lot hear all the rowdy happening on Broadway. So it's crazy. It does sound like a good time to have rowdy crowds. I can't go into Walmart and buy pants right now. They're fenced off. <laughs> Anyways. What about Canadian cities though? I know there's yeah. like is in it Canada. all Matt? I was just in, like, right before the pandemic, played a show in southern Saskatchewan at a corn festival. (laughs) Okay. Do you you know this town? Maybe a lot of them do corn festivals, but it was like... What was the name of the town? Not Melfort, but it was, like, somewhere south of Regina where they grow a whole lot of hemp. There was hemp fields mm. everywhere. And it was it was a gong show. Like the after party at the arena. Best party uh, yeah. in Canada, the Melford Corn Festival. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Melford, although I've played in Melford of all the places too. That's good, yeah. All yeah. right. So random town in, in Saskatchewan. Uh, as for the best party. The, the rest Smaller of the team. Small towns bring it, especially with country music. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think it's because also there's yeah, something that, to do. It's something to do, and and I will say, like at the small town, and I played some of the smaller town rock festivals and the small town country festivals, and the vibe at country festivals is always way more of a party. It's mm-hmm. always way more of a good time, where the rocks a little, little bit more. There's a little bit more of an edge to those, a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Country festivals is a good time. It really is. Nice. Yeah. Chess, what about you? The uh, best place to party? Or best Probably, party Nash- Probably Nashville. Yeah. Fair yeah. And uh, Britt, do you have anything to add to that uh, round table? Uh, what's partying? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right, yeah, right. I forgot <laughs> the whole party. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I mean, probably for me, uh, the best show for that was always like a hometown show because, you know, Mm -hmm. all your friends are there and family and everybody just goes balls to the wall. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, Britt, you were a lot younger when you were touring with one more girl. So that was, you weren't necessarily partying, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, Well, you know, (laughs) yeah, I wasn't supposed to be. Right. why i am the way i am now see i got it all out of my system at a young age and now i am um a grandma (laughs) (laughs) she actually grabbed her cat just a moment ago so i I will i really really wanted bitsy bloom to make an appearance but (laughs) her name's bitsy bloom (laughs) that's so country (laughs) yeah it does yeah it it is but it's the other blue. one is Helen Mirren, so it's the contract. Oh. oh, my. I really appreciate all of you uh, being on the podcast here. One last uh, performance to sample here. Still Creek Crows. This is your latest, right? Place like this? Yeah. Okay, here it is. Yeah. And I'll put their uh, their album artwork up on the screen, too, so we can all take a drink without everyone watching us. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Wake up in a fury, drenched in my own tears. Always in such a hurry to get on out of here. Gonna get out of here. Intoxicating this old boulevard. This town is so damn good at twisting up my heart, twisting up my heart. But I 
place like this All the same names and faces oh. Down on my knees I'm praying oh, oh. And all I got left is a place to leave All I got left is a place to leave The nights are hazy Thought the city would take me far And I love to hate it In this empty bar In this empty I love that song. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Tell me that doesn't sing to your soul, Chris. Listen, the, the, I love harmonies. I love, and that's the one thing I'll also say, you hear more harmonies in country music than you hear in any other genre as well. And it, and you can't, again, unless you're completely produced out the wazoo, you can't, you can't replicate that. You know what I mean? That's real talent right there to get those kind of harmonies. I appreciate all of you guys being on the podcast tonight. Still Creek Crows. Uh, thank you, Britt and Matt, for being with us here. Um, that song, of course, uh, called Place Like This. Uh, Chess Anthony, I really appreciate having you on, man. Uh, that Town, I believe, is the current single and also the uh, album Stories from Yesterday and Today. Am I correct? That's correct. You know what? When, uh, when Britt's song was playing there, I was holding... Uh... Spence and he like shit his pants and it was <laughs> it was really nasty now i feel like i got pink eye so oh no <laughs> pink eye for everyone a round of pink eye round of pink eye let's go let's go and shantaya had a good weekend is the uh, name of that single which is uh, out there quite popular right now really appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, good luck down there in nashville uh, go out and have some fun, would you? Go do some reopening stuff. I'll have a drink for all y'all this weekend. Yeah, make it a whiskey. Awesome. <laughs> okay. All right, Chris versus country. Country one, clearly. Yeah. Really yeah. love meeting. Really love meeting all you guys and uh, hanging out tonight. Thanks for again for uh, being on the podcast. Big Chris live. Find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our podcast network host, DeanBlundell.com. And thanks to all those tuning in via the live stream here this evening. Thanks again and uh, talk soon. <laughs> Woo! Thank you guys. Yes. That was awesome. Thank you. Nice to meet everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the last little thing is we're all going to be like best friends now because that's country music. So yeah, yeah. honestly, I will, uh, I'll follow all you guys on socials if I haven't already for sure. Pink, pink eye buddies.
<laughs> I don't know whether like, they want to sell it that way or not. That's a <laughs> conjunctivitis. 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 <laughs> That's what it is. Oh man. Jay, did you write did you write that song? Uh yeah, I wrote it with a, a fellow Saskatchewan native, Ryan Sorstad, who's been here in Nashville for like eight years now to actually Britt Carly is your sister, right? Yeah. Hey, she sang all the harmonies on my my EP. So I haven't met Carly yet, but yeah, she oh does a God. fantastic job. That's so funny. I'm gonna tell her. Oh my gosh, no. your song is so freaking catchy. Like I was listening to it yeah. before we did this, and I was like, oh damn, that's catchy. Thank you. Well, same with your guys' single. Oh my gosh, it, like the ooze in the course and the and a place to leave. Like what a hook. Oh, thank that's you. So good. <laughs> And obviously, Chess can sing us all out of the room. Oh, my God. So. Yes, Your voice. That was a really great tune, man. Really good. God. Well done. Carolina. Carolina. I wanted that one to go. That one, Carolina. Well, at least you guys think, because I feel like it's a piece of shit. But. <laughs> Chess. He's an artist, folks. He's an artist. See, Chris, are you in love or what? I love this gang. This is great. I'm so glad this. I mean, here's the thing, too. Like, oh, I should. Well, we're still recording audio. I should give out a shout out to India and everybody at RPM as well for assembling this cast. Uh, you know, RPM promotions, um, you know, doing, uh, we've been, you know, in bed or not physically in bed, but uh, certainly. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We've been, uh, yeah, we've been <laughs> collaborating on guests for a lot of years now since this audio podcast debuted back in 2014 in Kingston. So uh, great to continue that partnership and and they they always deliver. They always have some great artists on the roster and I'm really happy to have you guys on. So we'll keep in touch and uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll do this all again sometime time if i lose faith in the country genre hit us up okay. cheers thanks you guys Take care. Britt and matt i look forward to catching up with you soon yeah thanks for thank you all have a great night thanks, cheers guys, guys. Bye. bye chess bye i'm matt kundle host of the sound off podcast the show about podcast and broadcast since 2016 we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.